Hey, thank you for listening. Episode two took over two and a half years to get to. We're finally on the ball. We'll have a more consistent schedule. We didn't have a proper intro. So without ado, here's the Good Dumps podcast, episode two. The whole we we recorded it before the pandemic and we've gone through the whole pandemic before well, we started up was, again. That would have been the perfect time to actually do it while nobody was working. I was working. Yeah. You know this whole time where people had a lot of time and shit and we were like we eh, just took maybe that next year. Maybe next pandemic. Each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no, this COVID's scary. That's I might it. get it from doing a podcast. That's what Fauci said. <laughs> I'm wearing my mask right now. Actually, I'm wearing two masks. And I have a nurse on the way to vaccinate me again. <laughs> <laughs> I have to swab up my ass. Is That's that where they keep the COVID. That's how they get you. <laughs> All right, can we please talk about oxygen? <laughs> All right, so. Which. Which- since the season's almost over and we got, uh, I think, yeah. 10 games left, roughly, let's go through what we think our awards right. picks Which one are. we starting with? Uh, we're going to start with okay. the BS trophies first. So we're going to start Lady with the Lady Bing. Bing. Um, the most gentlemanly oh, player. Okay. It's hockey. That's, that's, kind of a, that's kind of a pussy award to win. <laughs> Be a yeah, right. It's fucking Martin St. Louis sitting there like I, Martin I St. Like Louis is a gentlemanly guy, you know. Yeah, he's a I know, awesome he's coach now too. I don't know that that, that I don't see that last, and it's just it's too much of a Cinderella story, you know. Obviously, not making playoffs, but I don't know the Lady Bing. Like you yeah. figure with that award in particular, like I just think like all right, the guy who has the least amount of penalty minutes, which. Yeah, so that's what I did. I went through the NHL stats and I went to the biggest player with the least yeah. amount of penalty minutes. That led me to Marcus Johansson on the yeah. Capitals. Well, I mean, if you... he's so got when I two did penalty it, I went minutes. to like NHL.com and I'm looking at stats and there's a lot of names here, but like, like all right, James Neal, no penalty minute. There's a lot of people with no penalty minutes. I... James well, Neal's also in the NHL. Right <laughs> so now. I looked it up and I saw. As I was looking at the numbers, I saw Luke Witkowski, who used to be on the Red Wings. I don't know if you remember. There was a big brawl between them, and I think it might have been – I don't want to get it wrong. It might have been Carolina. I can't remember. But there was a huge brawl, and it happened during the freaking TV timeout. So I was like, that's impossible that this guy has zero penalty minutes because he, he was the cause for this huge brawl. He had like a bad hit or something like that. And then there was, he, was, he was getting escorted <laughs> out by the refs. He's like halfway down the tunnel. And then it goes to commercial, and then the shit hits the fan. So, and he comes out of the tunnel, and he I think he got suspended for it. So when I saw that he wasn't there, I was like, that's impossible. And I looked at games played, and he only has one. It was Calgary, right? And, uh, yeah, he, he hit somebody. There's a video of it. I can send it to you. So. You fish sticks in the oven. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just sent it to you. It was him. Like I said, he hit somebody or some shit went down. And he's getting escorted down the tunnel by the ref. And then the ref leaves to go break up something that's going on between the rest of the Flames and the and the Red Wings. And he comes back from the tunnel and he gets into a huge fucking argument. It was 10 game suspension. 
So anyway, the whole reason that I brought this up is because he has zero penalty minutes this uh, season. And I was like, wow, congratulations, Luke Witkowski. Uh, he played one game. So <laughs> that's that's the reason why he has zero penalty minutes. So if you look at people <clears throat> who actually played during the season, the first name that came up for me was Riley Shaham. Um, I didn't even see him. On who that. has zero penalty minutes but in 60 games. I'm sticking with my Marcus Johansson. He used to be a devil, so I'm sticking with yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty big name. <laughs> I'm sure there's some. Yeah. This is just not a trophy that I know how to research personally. I mean, I you know, go fucking drop some shit in the comments to let a brother know how to how to find out who wins the lady thing because I just that that was the easiest way I knew to look. So all right, I uh, well, I, I'm on to another Riley BS award, the King Clancy Trophy, which is the most like charitable player King of the Clancy. season. Uh, so. I don't know any charitable players, so PK Subban yeah, I... because he once gave ten million dollars to <laughs> sick children. I don't care. He still did. He's probably still paying that. Yeah, but that was in things. Montreal. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like a, it was a pretty significant piece of his contract. And he's at that blue line so buddies program. That is pretty that dope thing to, to do. Every place where but, he um... brings like a police officer and like a little underage like kid who's underage is not the right word underprivileged kid to a hockey game (laughs) (laughs) a kid that's underage yeah that's a lot of (laughs) yeah like the uh, um what's that award that freaking Patrice Bergeron won like five in a row was that the selfie no, I know, but like, I thought it was one of those like, oh, he just it just always goes to Patrice Bergeron, whatever. But in the last in the last three years, it was Pekka Rene, Matt Dumba, and Jason Zucker. So obviously they got a little bit of a boner for the Minnesota Wild, but uh, I don't really know any specific ones. So I'm just gonna oh, well, Pekka Rene. <laughs> I can't even go with Pekka Rene. He's fucking retired. I guess I'll go with Matt Dumba. I don't even think he's in. He's. I don't think he plays with the Wild anymore, does he? Oh no, he does. Yeah, he's. Should go to the general manager of the Arizona Coyotes for putting such a crap. Getting team them in about a thousand draft picks, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. I got All right. All right. Next one is Jack Adams, which oh, is that's an actual good one. So, I think yeah. there's there's a couple. That you can go with. Obviously, I'm fucking biased. I think it should be Gerard Gallant. You know, uh, I think he'll be in the top five. The top but five. I don't think he's getting it. Um, I think that if you look th- th- again, there's a couple like uh, uh, Daryl Sutter from Calgary. Like that team is an enigma to me personally. Like. They're good and everything like that. And I've always liked Jacob Markstrom, but I don't know. I just really see the floor falling out. Like, I like Calgary as a team. I think they play really well and the, their style is good. But uh, I don't know. I just don't see it. Like, the games that I've watched play. Oh, no. I follow Calgary so little. I always think they're <laughs> a year behind of where, like, whatever, like, I think they are. It's from the year before how they did. So, like, if this year, I'm gonna, next year, I'm going to think they're good. Last year they sucked, <laughs> so I thought they sucked this year. That's how little Calgary games. They, they seem like a fun team to watch. They almost seem like a watered down version of like Florida and Carolina, 
Like, watching either of those teams play is just a fucking treat. If you like the sport, it does not matter. Like, you don't have to be a fan of either of those teams. Simply watching them is just exciting because they're just a fun team to watch. Both of them, Carolina and Florida. I feel like the Flames are like the watered-down version of that. They're still a very fun team to watch, don't get me wrong, but they're not to the level of Carolina or... uh florida yeah i'm with you on that one um the thing that like the reason that i i pick the rangers or rather gerard gallant is because uh the rangers didn't even make the playoffs last season so like you took a team not technically i mean they did make that extended playoff thing that was 2020 wasn't it but they got knocked out right away What's that? Oh, I forget. But yeah, they were in like that. Thanks for trying. Uh, yeah. Playoffs. And they got smoked. They, they got for uh, Owen Ford by Carolina. And I don't know. Like the, the team just looks completely different to me. That's true with the Flames, too. And I think that like Daryl Sutter for me, he does a really good job of like. Daryl Sutter, when you saw him with the Kings, like one of the things that always scared me about the Kings was their stamina. Like, those guys would play 60 minutes of hockey, sometimes more, and they would be as fresh as a daisy. Well, he exactly, rolled four yeah. lines. And he would, they would just be fresh like daisies. And even if you go to, like, when the Rangers played uh, the Kings, it was, you know, the Kings had live legs. The Rangers looked dead. Like, that's why that series was such a disaster, because the Rangers were so goddamn tired. And the Kings were just like, yeah, we've done this before, whatever. And they just walked up and down the ice and made the Rangers look ridiculous. That was like the it was like the year the Bruins went to the finals with when they had yeah. Yager, and they were just so like they they were just so much slower and beaten down and just couldn't keep up with whoever they were playing. I think it was the Penguins or some crap. <laughs> Even though I know that can't happen, but so I I think yeah. you know uh, one of the things that I took from the like the Rangers have a really good team. So do the Flames. But last year, the Flames' goal differential was a minus five. Now, that they had Jacob Markstrom last year. So in terms of, like, like they made some personnel changes, sure. But I think that the Flames got a little more out of Daryl Sutter than the Rangers got out of Gerard Gallant. But at the end of the day, the reason that I would pick Gerard Gallant over Daryl Sutter is that who do I think is going to make a bigger splash in the playoffs? I think it's going to be the Rangers. You know, Rangers are... All right, enough <laughs> of that bullshit. Um, I say that my Jack Adams contender is yeah. Lindsey Ruff. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, he might get fired, though. Um, there's a couple of people, like you said, Suter is definitely one I was thinking of. Gallant, uh, yeah, I mean, because the Rangers were supposed to be a bubble team, and they clinched. Like, they, they're over... Yeah, expectation. But my real, my real winner on this one, I think it should go to Rod, Rod Brendamore. Uh, I mean, I don't know, dude. He has kept the Hurricanes for consistent. sure. Like I, I, I like Rod Brendamore, and he has only gotten better. You know, like the the last few years. I mean, he also wasn't he the coach of? I'm googling this right now because. I don't want to be wrong, but 
I'm pretty sure he was the coach that brought Ottawa on that really weird cup run. Right? Wasn't he? Not played for him. Uh, I honestly don't know if Brenda Moore coached before Carolina. Uh, let's see. Assistant captain. Oh, shit. Maybe I'm wrong. Welcome to the part where we look at Rob Brenda Moore's (laughs) Wikipedia page. Yeah, I thought that's going to bother me. I'm going to have to look that up because I thought he was the head coach that brought Ottawa to the uh, conference finals. But I'm wrong, so whatever. Um, No, yeah, he's only only coached. Either way, I mean, he's still. But he's from Ottawa, so that counts somewhere. So yeah, so we got I got Brenda Moore because I think he has been one of the most consistent best coaches. I mean, there's also Bordre or Bruce Boudreau. Bruce Boudreau? In uh yeah, he's in ba- uh Vancouver. I almost hit Calgary. He's he's kind of like but, a uh, veteran guy. Dude, he took over he took over in Vancouver and I mean, they were a completely different Yeah. Team. But, like, in terms of, like, when I think of, like, the best coach, like, I think the guy, first off, Ron Brennamore won last year. I forgot that. <clears throat> so, like, they're probably not going to want to give it to him again. Secondly, like, I think the guy who, you know, took a team that was dog shit made them so much better. Like, I agree, Ron Brennamore is obviously consistent, and Caroline's doing really well. But, like, you know, he he's basically par for the course, you know? Like, you want the guy who came in, took a team, said, I see the potential, let's make this happen, and you know what I mean? Yeah, they when they give this trophy out, they're exactly. looking for, like, the biggest I mean, headline. I think that... So, yeah, so Suter's well, going to get it, then. Know, because even if you were to consider that, like... Uh, <clears throat> or if go you were on. just considering it on, like, how good the team is. I mean, best team in the league right now is the Avalanche, and Jared Bednar could easily get it. You know, that's he's been coached. I say I'm going with Bill Zito, the GM of the Panthers, because the Panthers are really good, and he did yeah. the best thing. He went out and got Claude yeah, Giroux. He, that was a fleece. For I, I think nothing. that um, Claude Giroux kind of tied the Flyers' hands because supposedly, you know, I don't think this was ever confirmed, but there was apparently a trade in place where the Rangers were going to get Claude Giroux, and he said no. So it is very possible that. I know he openly said, like, it was leaked beforehand. Exactly. That, I, I, he's like, I'm only that. going to the Panthers, and that's it. Like, I will not really? go to Colorado. <sighs> that would have been Because Colorado tried getting them, too. I think that, I mean, he's, listen, like, he, he has a, obviously hasn't been great these last few seasons. It's just a matter of, like, being on the team, you know. He's obviously got the talent, you know, but that, that was a, a huge trade. And he looks good in Florida. They had that comeback game against uh, Toronto. And I think he had the first. Oh uh, no, sorry. Yeah, he, he had the second goal. The first goal was Radko Guda's slap shot from the blue line, and then the second goal was like a tip in front by him with uh, Huberdeau. And 
you know, that team is really young, the Panthers. So it's it's good to have like a veteran guy, especially someone as talented as Claude Giroux, for what you paid. I think Bob will do it. I just right. want Bob I mean, Rossi to, to think, step up. You know, so he was with Columbus for a while. And, uh, you know, they obviously didn't have any playoff success, but like how much actual playoff experience does Bob have? I don't think that he ever played in the playoffs with. Philly. I'll I'll tell you this much is he did not go very far in the playoffs when he was with Columbus. I mean, I yeah. Think well, they had the, the at second least the round because they had that year where they beat most. Tampa, zero and four, and he was the. Oh no, was that Elvis? Pretty sure it was. Elvis. But uh, oh, yeah, I have that? a personal vendetta against Bob Grosky. All right, there's a connection oh, between Bob Grosky. In the Devils, and I want you to try to figure it out. And when it, I'll give you like a minute to see if you can figure out can why I, like I don't a, like Bob like Rossi or something, and for a really petty reason. No, <laughs> I told you it deals with the Devils. Was he with right. Columbus? Oh, uh, let's see. Oh my God, my ears, my ears, my ears. He was with Columbus. Uh, can we not? And it was. Is that you? Is that me? What's happening? Okay, uh, an ad popped up on my computer. What happened? I don't hear anything. Um, I, yeah, I thought that was you. I apologize. Jeez, anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, so Bobrovsky, uh-huh. the year he won the Vesna, I believe. I got. I I have no idea. Not a clue. Actually, no. I, I think I, I think I said that back. He lost the Vesna. <laughs> I have no idea. Not a clue. Oh. No. So. No. Okay. I, I mixed it up. I was um, and now that what? I totally botched my craft <laughs> trivia, what happened yeah. was there was the year that he was up ah. for the Vesna. Marty was up for the Vesna, and he won it over Marty. But also that year, they were both up for NA, the cover of NHL, and I see. and they flipped it. Oh, oh, we were talking about the GM of the year. Listen, I am obviously biased. I'll mention once again. Uh, Chris Drury killed it this this trade deadline. The Rangers didn't make massive splashes, even though they tried. But the guys that they brought in, they picked up Frank Vertrano from, from the Panthers for fucking peanuts. They picked up 
Tyler Mott from Winnipeg, also for peanuts. Actually, no, I think they paid a, like kind of a high price for Tyler Mott. Um, and they picked up uh, Andrew Cobb. Wait, I- I'm getting them mixed up. Okay, so Tyler Mott, I think they traded uh like a fifth, right? And then Andrew Cobb, they gave up like two seconds. Um, I'm just looking up the details now. For those who were listening, if you couldn't tell, I was a little less than prepared today. But that's okay. Um, let's see. So Andrew Kopp was traded to the Rangers for three draft picks. Um, so Winterpeg receives two conditional second rounders and a fifth. Um, I'm pretty sure those second rounders have something to do with how well the Rangers do. So like they can actually become first overalls or, or first overalls, first round picks if the Rangers like make the playoffs or something like that. So they paid a lot for Andrew Cobb. Uh, that being said, Andrew Cobb had 11 points in 12 games. Um, and actually, no, actually it's, it's gotta be 12 points in 12 games because they, he scored a goal. So he's crushing it with the Rangers. Tyler Mott added a, like a nice bottom six depth. And then Frank Vetrano, they fucking slotted him right on first line. He wasn't doing anything in Florida. He was like a third line guy for them. He's been playing with Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider. And, uh, he had like he's been crushing it. He's got a ridiculous. Yeah, no, dude. The, so the Rangers, their their lines have been very like. Uh, it's 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 always moving, right? There's certain pieces that always stay in place, right? So you have Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider. They're always on the same line, right? But there that there was never really anybody that fit in well on their wing, especially because they didn't have an actual right winger. They were just throwing guys in there and hoping for the best. Well, not since uh, oh, he's been Nash left. Um, so Frank yeah. Vitrano slid right in there, okay? He's been looking really good on the first line. Second line now, and Artemi Panarin, Ryan Strom, those guys have always had chemistry. You throw in Andrew Kopp, him and Panarin look really good together. So that leaves the third line for the Rangers, Lafreniere, Filippito, Capo Caco. All three of those guys can't even buy liquor yet. So, like, there's a lot of talent. The, the bottom four looks great. And actually, thinking about it now, I think Barkley Goodrow kind of fits in on that third line, too. I think they kind of flip around who plays there. Um, and then even, the, it's such a small move, but they picked up Justin Braun from, I think he was in Philly at that point. I always re- remember him as a shark, but... I know that he was in Philly for a while. So all of those moves, none of them were significant. You didn't give up the whole house for him, but they filled out like the exact things that the Rangers needed. They needed a little, they needed a, a, a sniper, which they got in Vitrano because the shot's really good. They needed a guy to compliment Panarin. They needed right wings basically. And they got two of them, Vitrano and Cobb. And then on top of that, they had a little bit of depth with uh, Tyler Mott. And then they picked up a, a, a number seven defenseman in Justin Braun. He's a veteran guy. He's been around. You want a guy who can play actual defense. And you have the, the Rangers defense is all young. So you want a veteran guy like Justin Braun. You're sure you have Jacob Truba. And you have... Um, uh, shit. The guy they signed from the Stars. Yeah, Truba's been around since... Uh... What, three, three years, years now? And yeah, three with years Winnipeg with the Rangers. Forever? And this is easily his best year. Um, so uh, I, I think that <clears throat> the, the, my favorite trade deadline was the Rangers. 
I'm a Rangers fan, so a little biased. But th- I think that he did the most to make our team good for the playoffs. All right. So we got that. We got you're going for Chris who's Drury. the freaking GM again? No, Chris Drury. And I got Bill Zito. Right. That's fair. So. Next up is the defensive forward Selkie Award. Who you got? I'm 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 thinking. <laughs> so like every year, and I figured this is just give it to Patrice yeah. Bergeron. So I, I have I, I when I was looking at this award, so uh just for uh reference sake, uh Barkov won it last year, right? And he's actually like probably up there with my, my favorites. But you know, best defensive forward, yeah. like I think, plus minus, right? Because um, you could score a thousand points, but if you let in a thousand goals, that's that's a, you know a telling trait. It also kind of sucks because if you're on a team that lets in a lot of goals, like I don't know Arizona, like you could be the best defensive forward in the league. It doesn't matter; you're still going to be have a low plus minus. Well, yeah, that's like uh, you could be a really good defensive forward, but like New Jersey's not as bad as bad as Arizona, but mm, they're having a crappy yeah. goaltending season, and I'm sure their plus minuses are freaking terrible. Yeah, so it's tough because if you look at plus minus, you're gonna get the best teams in the league. So, but that being said, I mean, guy like Alexander Barkov, like maybe his plus minus is so good, or maybe the team is so good because he's a two way player. Um. But that being said, if you look at the plus minus for the league, and this is just skaters, not defensemen, first three guys, Johnny Goodrow, Elias Lindholm, Matthew Kachuk, all Calgary. So it's kind of like, is that really a good uh, analytic? Uh, I have no idea. It's the best I got, though. So I'm looking at those three guys from Calgary. Number four is Alexander Barkov. Right after that, you have Miko Rantanen. Um, of those five players that I mentioned, the guy with the least points is Elias Lindholm from Calgary plus minus 53.74 so that tells me that he he's not getting Johnny Goodrow numbers he's not getting uh Miko Rantanen numbers or Matthew Kachuk but he is still a guy who when he's on the ice you're more than likely to score rather than get scored on plus he only has 16 penalty minutes so I'm going with Elias Lindholm you know what? I'll put. I'm gonna put an alternate as Ranton in because I do actually like. I was how thinking. He plays I was thinking Miko. Defensively, um, 87 points plus 35, but he's also got 56 penalty minutes. So like that, that's like a factor for me, just because like you can be the best defensive forward in the league, but if you're in the box a lot, that means that you're giving the other team opportunities. So that's not going to affectly. That's not going to directly affect your stats. Bergeron just. I know just Bergeron just is super good. Yeah, I mean, he's always, like, the guy. He I, I, For a long time, it was like, and, you know, Patrice Bergeron, it's like, yeah, 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 we know. We, 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 we see this every year. Can we please move on to something that actually matters? Like, you know what I mean? So. Oh. Sorry, I just realized I missed oh, one well, of the DS trophies. Shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, the Masters and the Comeback Player, comeback of, the player of the Year. Oh, I, I, just a real quick, because I don't want to get off topic, but uh, the Selkie Trophy, uh, the, there's two people who have won it the most. Uh, one of them is Bob Gainey, who uh, he played in the 80s. I don't know who he is personally. 
and then Patrice Bergeron. He has it four times. Those two are the only two to have gotten the award four times. So I don't know. Probably Patrice Bergeron. Who is Patrice the Berger, second one? Oh, the guy, uh, Bob Gainey. I'm not familiar with him. Do you oh, know Bob him? Gainey. Okay. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So we got him. Isn't he? Isn't he with someone's front office um, right now? Let's see. I don't believe so. Post hockey playing years. Uh oh no, actually nope nope nope. Unless he's still with the Blues. He's a team consultant. He was hired in 2014. Mm. Uh, so it's probably just uh, that. Yeah. Um, but all right. So <clears throat> who's your who's your official selfie um, pick? Oh, whoops, I just closed a window. I didn't mean to. Um, uh, Elias Lindholm. Okay. So you got Lindholm. That's a really good one. And I'm going to say Bergeron. That's fair. That's a That's an easy one. <laughs> Uh, all right, this one should be quick. The Masterson, like I said, uh, comeback oh, player of the um, year. Uh, oh. Who sucked I last mean, year is good this year. Anybody from Calgary? I said Ryan Suter. <laughs> I mean, Calgary wasn't a terrible <laughs> yeah, right. last year, but they're they're uh, now. Which Kachuk do they have again? Yeah, Just yeah whichever Kachuk <laughs> they have. It's not a bad point. Um, I. I don't really have a pick for that. Maybe Sam Bennett. I feel like he's like he was with Calgary. He doesn't play. He's doing really well in Florida. Um. Oh. Uh. Um. Like I said, Suter's Suter's been going off for the while. I was going to so say uh, maybe him. Anthony Duclair too. I I think Duclair like since he went to Florida has been fucking crushing it. I don't remember. If yeah, he would have had to win Florida it last year, year, last year to get that. Did I mention I'm not prepared? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yes. Ooh. Uh, like I said, if this sounds like crap too, we're just gonna scrap oh, really? this and redo it. Because I don't want to do that. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, whoever. We're, I don't. I don't. Know. Uh. But anyway, there's that's true. editing involved in this as well. All right. Uh, let's go to our favorite award, the Vesna Trophy, or at least one of my favorites. Yeah, my I think so award. too. I think goalies are freaking. First of all, half of them are nuts, and then they're just they're one of the best positions. I mean, it's the, you can't win true. a game without a goalie. Uh, I think that yeah, tell that to Dallas. Um, <laughs> so I think that uh, again, biased, but I don't, I don't think Shester. I like Shesterkin is my favorite, and then second, uh, the only person that I could see maybe. So I have I have two. So okay. I'd say uh, so Shosturkin and Anderson. Huh. So I mean Anderson's been good, but see I have Shosturkin one and then I have that Sorokin yeah. from the island. So he's he's good. Cuz he's been so, going like, one off. of the things that I was looking at cuz I did this is one of the few uh Words I did research him because I like this <coughs> word. Um, so if you look at the numbers for uh, Shesterkin versus Georgiev, oh, Georgiev is not having a good season. That he he had a shutout the other night, but no, because they were pretty much going to be like 
50-50 split, and then Yorgiev just shit the bed, and they're like, yeah, we're done with yeah. you. You're the Yorgiev guy. has not been doing well. Like, again, he had a shutout the other night, but like, <clears throat> Shesterkin's the guy. There's no question there. So Shesterkin, his goals against average 2.09, and his save percentage is a .934. Uh, Georgiev, his goals against 2.91, save percentage .898. Anything under .9 is kind of depressing. Um, if you go to Carolina now, Anderson, 2.07 GAA, save percentage 0.926. Auntie Ranta, the backup, GAA, 2.42, save percentage 0.914. So when I look at that, I think, which goaltender is more important to the team? Anderson's been playing really well. Obviously, numbers don't lie. By the way, Detroit scored on him. They're up one nothing. Um. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, I I'm gonna show no argument. To he has like, one bad game. Look at shots per game. I know that the Rangers give up way more shots on net than than any other team. Like the Rangers give up a lot of shots, which tells me that the Rangers have, to, or sorry, that uh, Shesterkin has to be better because the Rangers don't play as well. So his save percentage is much more impressive to me than Freddie Anderson's because the Rangers have more shots on goal. So I, I think Sorokin's good, but like in terms of actual success, like as far as I know, I don't think the Islanders are even close to making the playoffs. No, uh, but yeah. Sorokin's going to win it. Uh, I just know that. But uh, my, I like how he, I like him overall, <laughs> even though he's an Islander. Ranger? <laughs> Sorokin is. Oh, uh, you're talking about backup. Sorokin. Okay. Yeah, no, Sorokin. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I, I fucking hate but both teams, one... so. I'm going to go vomit the guy after these that picks. We didn't um, mention, which he would have been number three for me, was Darcy Kemper. His numbers are incredibly impressive. And another thing that's just worth noting is Pavel Francouz is his backup, right? And if you look at like NHL.com and the stats, they, they have the numbers for the goalies. And if you click on the team, it, it only lists the goalies that have played 20 or more games. Well, Francouz has only played, I think, 18, which means that He's not even eligible. Like he doesn't even pop up, which tells me that Darcy Kemper has had a pretty steady workload. Like he's probably been playing more than the other guys, more than Shesterkin, and more than Anderson. So his numbers aren't as impressive, but his workload has been more. Um, his save percentage point nine point nine two six with fifty one games played, and a goals against average of two point three eight. Like that's pretty goddamn good. Yeah, no, that's pretty solid. Five shutouts. Uh, I'm yeah. also look, I I, I'm, I'm looking at Nico Dawes' numbers and be, getting depressed over yeah. here. Sorry. Yeah. Um, this is why we stay off that. the NHL stats websites. Yeah. So, yeah, Vesna, Shesterkin, then Anderson, then uh, Darcy Kemper for me. I'm, I'm in the third. All right. Well, my third is Anderson. So, Shesterkin, <laughs> Sorokin, Anderson. Yeah. And that's because I'm a stand for Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Norris Trophy. I only have one, and I think it's the one and only Roman Yossi. Roman Yossi. Yeah. I, love this guy. I don't think there's any question. I mean, points wise, you know what I actually didn't look at, which I'm going to now. I don't. I'm not sure about his um his plus minus. Uh, I don't care. Uh, oh, oh he, my god, dude! He overcomes all right, wait, 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 it all, wait, wait, wait. dude. Plus minus, okay. If you go to defenseman's plus minus, 
Devontae's, Cal McCarr, Eric Johnson, Jack Johnson, Bowden Byram, Curtis McDermott, Samuel Gerard, Jordan Gross. Oh, fuck. You know what? I'm half a retard. Just ignore me. I was only looking at Colorado because I was like, how is all, all these guys from Colorado? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. Gerard learns how to work a computer this week. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Still, still pretty impressive. Okay. Number one, Devontae is Colorado. Second, Cal, Cal, Cal McCarr, however the fuck you say his name. After that is actually Alex Goligoski, who was having a good season, and he's plus 40. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Damn. Uyghur, Ekblag, Falk, Slavin. Where yeah. the hell is oh, Roman Yossi? Okay, he's a plus he's, 22. He's not yeah. even the top 20 in the league, but that doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, he's still a very good defensive guy. His minutes have got to be off the goddamn charts. Just go to the bottom of the plus minus and tell me that name you say. Bottom of the plus minus. Of, of defenseman. <laughs> you mean the, the, My boy, Keith <laughs> Yandel. The, the top five defenseman in the league. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, listen, he was also two years younger when I said that, so get off my back. Oh, that's <laughs> it, yeah. But um, yes, uh, that's my second like, oh, candidate for the Norris. Is, yeah, is Roman Yossi up. and Keith Yandel. Roman Yossi, so uh, time on ice is top 10. He's got 25, uh, 25 minutes, 25 seconds average time on ice. Um, so that is another uh, pretty telling factor for me. He's Although, over you know a point per game. Honestly, I, I, I might. I, I automatically assumed Roman Yossi because of the points, but I might switch. Devontae's, okay. He doesn't have as many games played, and he obviously doesn't have anywhere near as many points. He's a plus 50. And he has the exact same time on the ice as Roman Yossi. Cal McCarr is even better, actually. The plus minus is a little lower, but he has more points. That the the, the defense is Colorado is really underrated. I like Roman Yossi, and if you look at just the points, he's obviously the guy. But I didn't realize that both of the Colorado defensemen have more time on ice. They have a higher plus minus, and they have well, Cal McCarr has almost similar points. Devontae's is a little bit less. That's really interesting, actually. I want to give it to Roman Yossi, but I think I changed my mind. I might go with uh, Cal McCarr. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the debate between everybody. Is it, is it going to be Yossi or McCarr? And I mean, I'm I on team Yossi. Come, when, I, when I think defensemen, there's like a couple of names that always come to mind. Obviously, Adam Fox won it last year, and I love him. Um, I think Aaron Ekblad has had a really good season this year, and he's had a couple of rough ones, so that's impressive. Victor Hedman's always an option because he's just that goddamn good. And he's huge, so he's scary. Um, but this year, I think I am going to actually go with Cal McCarr. Just because, like, this might be a shitty way to, to, to look at it, but, I mean, the, the Colorado's had way more success than the Predators. So, Roman Yossi might deserve it, but Cal McCarr has similar numbers for the team that's doing better. So, yeah, that's my choice. All right. All right, we got the Calder Trophy next. That's an interesting one. Who do you have? I I have three written out uh, in the order I think I like them. Uh, I'm going to say Zegris from the Ducks. Trevor Zegris. Uh, Dude is a savage. He's Michigan and all over the place. (laughs) He's, He's rookie of the year. That's what he is, dude. He's getting people watching the games. He's uh, yep, yep, yep. To, to get anybody to watch a Ducks game is impressive. So yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, I think second uh, is yeah. Lucas Raymond. 
Yep, yep, yep. Started off the year hot. Obviously, his Detroit season isn't going that well. Mm-hmm. And then that Bunting kid from Toronto. Michael Bunting, yeah, he's good. I think uh, we're in the same uh, kind of mindset with uh, Trevor Zegras. I have him number one just because people like things that are shiny, and he is impressive as shit. So I think that I, he's going to win. I almost like Zegras. Almost like him as much as I like Jack Hughes. <laughs> Zegers is again. This is like one of the things about hockey. Like these, this season has been so fun to watch that you can watch a game with the Ducks, and it's still a good time. You know, like the Ducks are having a rough season, but their young talent is like so fun to watch. I think the same is true. It's a little less so, obviously, but with the Red Wings, and you talked about Lucas Raymond, who I really like. That guy Cedar, he's my my number three i really like michael bunting and i want to put him up there but uh cedar has 46 points as a defenseman on the red wings so by the way the red wings are up two nothing on carolina right now yeah they're a very strange team like i feel like if you if you give the red wings a couple more pieces they could actually not like win the cup but they could be a contender you know what i mean um i think uh a third line veteran forward, a really good goaltender, and a, a top six forward, like a, a playmaker, and that would be the key to the Red Wings, even if you keep their coach. Yeah, I, I think that they could get something happening for sure. Like they they have a lot of young talent, and dude, Stevie Eiserman's building that team. He is yeah. dude. He built Tampa. <laughs> yeah, and Tampa is scary as fuck. So. I think that, uh, you know, with the young guys, right? Um, st- the fact that Cedar has 46 points as a defenseman and a rookie, like that in itself is very impressive. Um, you know, the fact that he's on the Red Wings, it's like, all right, you're not going to be. I think it's pronounced Cider. Maurice Cider? Cider. What was I saying? Yeah. Cedar? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm sorry. Um, I was wondering who the hell you're talking about for a minute. That's why okay. I was like, "Who the fuck?" So, <laughs> so, so his um, he's got a uh, like a uh, minus nine, plus minus, obviously. But well, you're on the fifth said, worst team in the league. Like, no, no, no. I agree because you could say the same thing. Lucas Raymond is a minus twenty six, and Trevor Zegras is a minus twenty two. You know, these guys are talented and they're doing well. But you're on that team. You know, you're gonna get drugged down a little bit. So there's not a hell of a whole lot you can do that. That that being said, if you're talking about like guys who have the best numbers, Michael Bunting is a plus 24. He's also on Toronto. So you could also say that Carrier from Nashville is a plus 25. He's he's not on Florida. He's not on Toronto. He's on Nashville. He's a plus 25. I mean, Roman Yossi has similar numbers. He's also a defenseman. So, you know, numbers-wise, there's a lot to argue there. You know, I think that the... the the, the flashy guy is going to get it, you know. Trevor Zegers is the guy. Right yeah, he uh, he's the flashy one. He, I think he's going to win it. So, but uh, and again, fifty-five points—that's impressive. He, Michael Bunting has some, more points than him, but I'm just looking at some of these other rookies. I'm I didn't know about uh, Dawson, your boy Dawson Mercer's up there. He's dude, uh, oh my god, I love seven. Dawson Mercer. He is. He's like mini Jack Hughes for me. <laughs> he's just got to get a haircut, and then he can be. We can be friends. 
Yeah, uh, he does have, in his little picture there, he does have the freaking big head of hair. Yeah. Got so, the yeah, lettuce. Calder, Trevor Zegras, lock it in. I don't even think... I, I think that you could question, you know, Michael Bunting or... But I, I don't think there's... Zegras is going to get it. He's just too flashy. So Zegras has 35 assists and Dawson Mercer has 25 Zegris is minus 22. Dawson Mercer is minus 12. And there's a four goal difference. So. Listen, I get it, but Mercer's not winning. So let's move on. No, I know, but I think he is. I I would say he would definitely make the votes, like like runner up votes for some people. Like. He does, dude. Next time the you, a Devils game is on, watch it because and just watch out for Mercer, and you'll be surprised how good he is for a rookie. I, I've seen him play; he's good. You know, he reminds me a lot of the, the lot of the young guys right now. You know, they're just they're quick on their feet; they handle the puck well. Yeah, some of these guys are freaking fast coming into the league now, and that's the game. The now. Stick handling is just getting more nuts. Mm-hmm. It's almost becoming basketball where you're trying to like, like you know, get these guys off their feet, which is impressive to me. I think it's fun to watch. Well, it's funny because I want to see if it swings back around to more heavy hitting to combat those fast kids. It would be nice to see, but you don't really see a lot of big guys coming into the league. It's there are big guys coming into the league. Don't get me wrong, but they're definitely less. Prominent. There's no Charas. No, uh, that there is a big guy. Um. Shit, maybe he's in Buffalo. I can't remember. I might be mistaking him with Tyler Myers from a thousand years ago, but I think that somebody just got like a really big kid. He's like six eight or something like that. I have to research that further. All right. So why we, so we're on the we're on the same page for the Calder Zegris. Yeah. Uh, who do you think is getting the Hart Trophy, the MVP? I don't know. I, I the favorite I think is Matthews. I think personally, you could also argue Shesterkin. You know, the 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 whole reason for that award is the most valuable player. So who's the guy that is really making a difference to their team? Matthews, obviously, but that team is still really good. And you could argue, like for Matthews in particular, like yeah, no, I mean he's incredibly talented. There's really no arguing that. But look at the guys around him, like. You know, Mitch Marner has 90 points. He's playing with Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews has 58 goals. Mitch Marner has 31. And he also has 59 points, you know? Like, I think Austin Matthews is really good, but he also has, like, the support. You can argue that the Rangers have the support for So give me me your elevator pitch, because I know where you're going with this. You're saying Shesterkin should be the the MVP. Not saying you're wrong. Yeah. But give me like your two minute elevator pitch on it because I want to hear because you're already slobbing on the knob. I want to hear the full well, thing. Come on now. Like I said, the the word goes to the most valuable player. The person who is the most valuable to their team. You know, at the end of the day, the Rangers don't get anywhere without Shesterkin. He's the rock. Like if they were stuck with Georgiev or whomever else they'd have to trot out there. There's, there's no way they're even close to where they are right now. Georgiev is not even a point nine in save percentage. You know, Austin Matthews, like hypothetically, if you took him off of the, the Maple Leafs, like they probably still make the playoffs. You know, they still have the talent there. You have other guys on that team. 
You have John Tavares. You have Morgan Riley. You have Mitch Marner, William William Nylander. Um, there's nobody that can replace Shesterkin. I don't think that's true, even in the Rangers roster or most of the rosters. You know, Igor is way more valuable to his team than Matthews is to the Maple Leafs. That's my pitch. I'm done. All right, so, <laughs> sorry, I actually, I was listening the whole time, but I did go pee in the middle of that because oh, uh, it, it was getting a little long. Um, yeah, so I have Austin Matthews. Shesterkin um, is on my list, but he's uh, he's number three because I have oh. Matthews, Huberdo, and Shesterkin. All right, that's fair. Because Matthews, I feel like he's the centerpiece of that team. He is. And, I mean, he's having one of the seasons that's making him the best Maple Leaf of all time, not even the best hockey player. Like That's saying a lot because that team's been around since, like, the 20s. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they were the first team. Probably. And, uh, but, so, yeah. Austin Matthews, pretty good. Uh Huberdo, I feel like he is worthy of it, but he's not going to get it because of how good Matthews is doing. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I got your boy Shesterkin because, mm-hmm. I mean, for every reason you just said, I'm, <laughs> I don't need to blow him, and I'm not going to. <laughs> you can't. It's legally. Unable to happen because you're a devil's yeah, tattoo. The, I, I understand. the devil's tattoo on my arm just starts burning, glowing <laughs> red. I, I definitely uh, see your point with Huberto. I'm looking at his numbers right now, and he's actually like, he's got 105 points, which is. Really I do. Cool. I do have a sixth person on my list, but that's Roman Yossi. Wow. Um, the drop off. I never realized like Huberto won 105 points. Right next is Barkov with 80. And Reinhardt with 72 and all the way down to Aaron Ekblad with 57. Like, that just tells me that their first line, which I'm assuming is Hubert Obarkov and Sam Reinhardt, is, like, ridiculously OP. Which, they're fun to watch. And I know, I'm surprised Duclair doesn't have as many points. Like, he only and has they many. just added Claude Giroux. Yeah, who was all the way down here. Yeah, well, he was on the Flyers all year. And then he he did something, but he got benched for the end of the game the other night. In Florida? Yeah. You know, he. funnily enough, he's not even... Oh, Jesus, I forgot Joe Thornton was even on freaking Florida. He's probably sitting on a fourth-line bench somewhere. Claude Giroux has 12... That is impossible. Claude Giroux has 12 points? Yeah, dude, he hasn't done shit. That, in this season? He, that can't be right. Yeah, how many games played does he have? It says 11. Yeah, he's been hurt. No, 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 here we go. Okay, the 11 games must just be with Florida. Okay, games played... 68. He's got 20 goals and 34 assists. Okay, so he's not hurt. I'm editing that shit out. Uh. (laughs) No, I mean... Alright, so I see your point with Huberto. Like, I like... You know I like the Panthers. I've always liked the Panthers. Ever since they got guys like Huberto Barkov, I was on that fucking bandwagon. Even Ekblad, I always liked. But... Oh, by the way, Austin Matthews just had 100... He hit 100 points for the season. Okay. But I'm still bringing up the same point that I had. Oh, no, yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm flipping through Twitter and such shit. The most valuable person to their team 
is Shesterkin. I don't think there's any argument in that. I, all right, so the only argument that I could see is that what I said about Matthews probably isn't true about Huberto, where he has 105 points, next is Barkov with 80, and then Sam Reinhart with 72. So yeah, so that's a lot. Very, very valuable to the Florida Panthers. I completely agree with that. That's a very good point. But I still don't think his value outweighs Shesterkin to the Rangers. It's valid. Yep. Um, um, <clears throat> noting that uh, I most certainly do not have time. I have time for like if there's any awards we missed, but I don't have time to go over anything else. No, yeah, we're I'm pretty much at that limit too. Uh, there, there's only one award, and it's the it's uh, what is it? Do, do, do the Lindsay Award, which is the Hart Trophy, but it's voted on by the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like it matters. It's just another rehash. The only difference is I put guys that are well-liked in the league, like Crosby and McDavid, on there. I think that the, you know, with how well, because it's weird, because, you know, Edmonton, obviously Edmonton's a very good team, don't get me wrong. But in terms of the league, they're 13th. Like, I wouldn't think that. With all the talent that they have, I would have thought they would have been in the top 10. They're not. And with all the points that they have, it's like, yeah, why? the goaltending is atrocious. Oh no, it's it's a disaster. But it's just like, why are you not better? You know, and they, I, I... <laughs> oh, it's like me talking to the devils, <laughs> dude. If you look at their goalies, right? So Miko Koskinen's been the guy because Mike Smith's been on and off with injury. Koskinen save percentage point nine zero two. Mike Smith's save percentage point nine zero three. So every tenth shot is going in. It's like, well, you know what? That makes sense. Like, well, that's why you're not better because yeah. the goaltending has been atrocious. And they doubled down on Mike Smith. I'm like, you could go out. You might have to give up a really big piece, like a Puyarvi or a Yamamoto something. But uh-huh. you got to get a fucking goalie. Like, even if you give up draft picks, your whole team is young. Go out, give up a first, a second, and a third, and get literally anybody else. Darcy Kemper, I mean, I don't think that colorado overpaid for him you know and he's crushing it over there you could like even gamble for maybe a second on a guy like georgiev because georgiev's still young and he's had good seasons like there's options out there in the free agent market like you know you, you could have gambled on mark andre Fleury. oh my god i gave a first round pick yeah, detroit you know, just scored again first overall anymore what'd you say detroit just scored again oh. like why why if you're if you're Edmonton, or even if you're Toronto, why didn't anybody push harder to get Marc-Andre Fleury? Like, Mike Smith's injured 24-7, and Miko Koskinen is very obviously not the guy. So why not do something, you know? Uh, do- I don't know. That whole Fleury situation is a topic for another time. I'm There's just saying, a lot into that. I'm not necessarily even talking about Fleury. I'm talking about Edmonton. I'm talking about Toronto. Like, you guys very desperately needed goaltending, you know? And and one of the things that I thought was really weird, and I'm I'm just gonna look up his numbers because I'm not hundred percent that I'm that I'm that right. Yeah, Jack Campbell, okay. Uh 0.912 and a GAA of two seven two. That's not terrible by any means, but like he's not I don't that that's not the guy I want going into the playoffs, you know. I want the Shesterk and I want the Darcy Kemper, I want the Frederick Anderson. Like, even if Campbell was healthy, which he very clearly isn't because he tried to come back and fucked up, why are you not do something? Like, dude, this, this is the playoffs. If, if the LA Rams have taught you anything, it's that first-round picks don't matter. 
throw them yeah, away. Yeah, seriously. Trash. Get rid of them. I mean, to an extent. If you're the Toronto Maple Leafs, if you're the Edmonton Oilers, if you're anybody that's in these playoffs right now, you need to make a splash. And it doesn't have to be the Claude Giroux, which we got like peanuts anyway. It's basically a bag of pucks. Like, you need goaltending. What are you doing? Do something. At least, at least fake it, you know? At least pick up somebody and be like, oh, look, I tried. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, what were we? But doing? yeah, so that. Was... Oh, that's why I brought it. <laughs> I, I'm I'm so bad with tangents. Uh, Connor McDavid, he's gonna win in Ted Lindsay, just because he's he's Connor McDavid. He could probably win the heart too, if we're being honest. So he didn't even mention him. I don't think. Yeah, so I think Connor McDavid will probably, or something like that, will get most like player by the players, so like whatever popularity award it is. Yeah, I don't. I mean, as far as I can think I don't I don't know of anybody off the top of my head who I think is a better fit. So it is what it All is. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna reconnect on this probably a couple days or a week or figure out our recording schedule. Mm-hmm. And then and episode three will come in out. And episode three will be what, Michael? Episode three will be on time and not in three years. <laughs> <laughs> but That's yeah, so well good, it'll be a playoff preview. Yeah, and uh, we didn't get. I don't think we really got the top five, bottom five teams. I mean, we discussed a little bit of everybody here. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, if you think about it this way, especially because we discussed like, you know, the Hart and the Norris and the Vesna, like we talked about a lot of the top teams because a lot of those candidates are from the top teams. Yeah, and then next week we'll talk about the sucky team. So I could talk about the Devils as much oh, as Gerard yeah. talked about the Rangers this week. That's impossible. We'd need another hour and a half. 